Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, I'm sharing a news article from the Harvard Gazette. It's from 2021, but I just discovered it. And while I was reading through the article, I started highlighting more and more. And eventually, I was like, I'm just going to do a whole episode on this article itself. So it's titled, Why Run Unless Something is Chasing You? Exercise is something humans never evolved to do, but it is healthy nonetheless. So this is an article by evolutionary biologist Daniel E. Lieberman. He wrote the book Exercised, Why Something We Never Evolved to Do is Healthy and Rewarding. And he basically breaks down the fact that we are nearly hardwired to avoid unnecessary exertion. So it makes sense anthropologically that we would hate exercise and want to avoid it. He's not denying that it's good for you, but he's denying that it's normal. And according to government statistics, only about a quarter of Americans actually exercise in their leisure time. And according to my own anecdotal incoherent evidence, I bet you a lot of those people don't actually like exercising. They only do it because they know they should. Because as humans, according to Lieberman, we absolutely did evolve to be physically active and to move But exercise is a special kind of physical activity that's voluntary for the sake of health and fitness. And until recently, nobody really did that. In fact, 
historically, that would have been a crazy thing to do. Because if you're an active hunter-gatherer or a farmer, it wouldn't make sense to spend any extra energy going for a needless 5k jog in the morning. It wouldn't help you. It would only take away those precious calories from other priorities. So if you, like me, feel deep-rooted instincts against moving your body if it's unnecessary, you're not wrong. You're not lazy. You're normal. Now, when I say it's normal, it doesn't mean that we should fall victim to it. Of course, we need to get around these natural instincts because we all know that physical movement is really healthy for our bodies, our minds, and our overall well-being. But because medicalizing and commercializing exercise isn't working, it's been really helpful for me personally to analyze it from the evolutionary or the anthropological standpoint. Remembering that I shouldn't be mad at myself or feel bad that I don't want to exercise. And honestly, often I get so caught up in shaming myself for not wanting to that I don't actually do the thing. So in order to avoid shaming myself, I say this is normal to not want to, and I fight that with action. And Lieberman in the book reminds us that we evolved to be physically active for two reasons. When it was necessary or when it was socially rewarding. Most of our ancestors went out to hunt and gather every day because they would starve if they didn't. So physical activity was a part of your natural survival instinct. But we would also get physically active for fun pursuits like dancing or games or sports or just goofing with your friends. And we recognize that there are social benefits involved. So if you want to help yourself exercise and actually feel motivated to exercise, It might be helpful to make those evolutionary factors a more important and valuable factor right now. What I mean is, if we change our mindset to make our exercise either fun or social or necessary or some combination of all of them, then you're going to feel a lot more motivated and a lot less guilty about having to get up and do anything. If you want to run getting out of bed every morning on your own to run a 5k is probably not the most motivating. But if you join a running group, it's going to be a lot more fun because it will feel more social, it will feel more necessary because you have people relying on you, and it will feel more enjoyable because of the social and necessary aspect. Don't get me wrong, I will never join a running club. But the point is, when we add the enjoyment factor and the necessary factor, it effectively takes away so much of that resistance that was actually normal. And Lieberman leaves us with this other anthropological approach that can be helpful, and that is a reminder to not worry about how much exercise or how much time you need to spend exercising. There's this myth that we evolved to be perpetually active and run marathons and bulk up so big so we can lift everything with ease. And the truth is, a typical hunter-gatherer would only engage in about two and a half hours of moderate to vigorous physical activity a day, but not to become muscular. Shit, people historically sat just as much as we do, nearly 10 hours a day. But if you don't have a physical need to get up and work out, then doing as little as 21 minutes a day or 150 minutes of exercise a week can lower your mortality rates by about 50%. And I also feel like moderate exercise depends on what you're doing now. If you've been physically sedentary for two years, then a walk is moderate exercise. And integrating a few minutes of walking into your day is a hell of a lot easier than feeling obligated to learn how to enjoy working out. 
I think one of the most interesting facts I learned from this article, which is linked in the show notes as always, was that older Harvard alums who were exercising had about 50% lower mortality rates than their classmates who were sedentary, and the benefits and exercise were much higher and older than younger people. So what I got from that is you don't need to feel bad that you feel bad that you don't want to get up and do stuff, but you still need to get up and do stuff. And it's easier to get up and do stuff if we have friends, if we make it fun, or we make it necessary, like I need to go to the grocery store, why not walk? And then we recognize that we don't need to do it all day, every day. 20 minutes here and there is much better than nothing. Anyway, I just thought this article was really interesting and it gave me a new perspective. And now I'm going to go for a little walk and get my 20 minutes of exercise. I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.